0: Hey, Business Building Warrior, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host, Jim, and I have some guests joining us here in just a moment. As you've gotten used to, if you've listened to a few episodes of this show, we like to bring on students of our proven Amazon course, provenamazoncourse.com. It's the only course you'll ever need if you're looking to grow a business on the world's most successful e-commerce site, Amazon, as evidenced by hundreds of recent success stories and testimonials, 72,000 members in our free Facebook group. There's a link to all of that at silentgym.com. The guests you're going to meet today have only been doing it for a few months, but they're really ramping up. They've got a great story to share. They're doing the business together as a married couple. They're meeting the challenges head on. They came from a background of what we call the treasure hunt model, or they sometimes call it the Easter egg hunt model, where they're finding things that they can flip on eBay or finding even some things that they were trying to flip on Amazon and sell. They didn't realize until just a few months ago that, about a year ago, I should say, that you could actually sell on Amazon. They thought everything on Amazon was sold by Amazon. They didn't even realize that third-party sellers could sell products there. So they were very new to all of this, up until about a year ago. They started experimenting with the proven Amazon course, like I said, a few months ago, and they've been seeing great results with our replens strategy, which is very different than the treasure hunt or the Easter egg hunt model of flipping one-time unique finds or sale items on Amazon. Their business is hitting a very healthy five figures as they're going to share incredible ROI and net margins. They've got an 80% ROI, which Justin sells real estate traditionally, and he's flipped real estate for years. He says he can't find a return on investment like that anywhere in real estate. 80% ROI is tremendous. So they're rolling their money over. They've got great momentum. They teach us about the kind of products they're finding, how they're finding them. Then we dive into some other tips and strategies for their continued growth and expanding their business into some new directions. They're super excited about the future of this business. They're doing it together. It's yet another of dozens of recent success stories coming from our Proven Amazon Course community. If you're ready to get started, we're here to help you out. Proven Amazon Course is just a few dollars a month and you get everything, all the modules that we have that have anything to do with selling on Amazon, including all of our replens training, which is where we start 99% of our new students, all the way through even the more advanced strategies that we reserve for those who have some momentum and have already proven out the basic concepts, like private label, for example. We don't teach that to new students. We spent some time talking to Justin and Cloudy today about how they almost stepped into some private label strategies, and they're very glad they didn't do it early on, listening to some other YouTube experts and such who are trying to sell expensive courses. They didn't feel right about it, so they didn't do it. They were very wise to avoid those strategies and step into the strategies where you can put money in the bank as you learn. Instead of spending a bunch of money and hoping it works out someday, the strategies we teach allow you to put money in the bank while you learn and then scale slow and steady, which is the best way to build a beautiful business. And we love teaching great students like our guests today. We'd love to teach you as well. We even have a great coaching program. If you want to work one-on-one with one of the coaches, on our team who came from a background, all of our coaches have the same background. They started off as proven Amazon core students. They grew a beautiful business. They demonstrated they had a teacher's heart and they loved helping others succeed in business. So we recruited them onto the team as a great coach. And now they help a handful of students at a time as our coaching program continues to grow. We've got 60 of those coaches. If you want to work with one of them, We'd love to talk to you about it. There's a link again. SilentGym.com is the only link you're going to need for all the resources today. We talk about a lot of tools and resources. All those are in the show notes for today's episode. So look for that. Don't have to scribble down the links and the resources we talk about today. Just look at the show notes. We've got links to everything. Well, with that introduction, uh, one last thing. We did talk to our guests today. They do plan to attend the proven conference. The has all the details that you could possibly need about the event help you make a great decision all kinds of new unique content that's never been taught before along with hundreds of your fellow business building warriors fans of this podcast students of the proven amazon course you do not want to miss this event plan to be there meet today's guests and so many of the other podcast guests that you've heard on this show all right that's enough of an intro for now let's go over and meet Justin and Cloudy you're going to enjoy this discussion <laughs> So Justin and Cloudy, welcome to the program. Hey Jim, how are you doing? And I'm blessed. It's so good to meet you guys. Looking forward to hearing your story. I read a little bit of a bio, but I can't wait to dive in. Are we going to start with you, Justin?
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, all right, let's to, go. Yeah. So uh, first of all, we're honored to to be able to be here with you today, and just uh, we've listened to so many podcasts, and and uh, we really didn't think we would be here. So uh, we're we're excited, and it's a real honor and. Uh,
0: Thank you it for is that. for me as well thank you for that i appreciate it yeah it, it's a it's fun for me i learn more way more than i teach on this thing i think
1: <laughs> so yeah, great yeah.
0: hanging out yeah. with you
1: so yeah i guess to start our e-commerce journey mine it goes way back to eBay i've had an ebay account for a really long time and and you know you just sell things around the house or you know just various things and and uh, i uh, my day job is i'm a Real estate investor, we buy and flip houses, and a lot of times when you buy a house, it's just full of stuff, and the attic is full of stuff. And so, over the years, I've one of my bonuses is to go through an attic and find cool stuff, and and uh, either give it to people or sell some some interesting stuff on eBay. So I was a, you know, somewhat familiar at least with eBay, but Amazon was always very, I think, intimidating for me and. Uh, even I guess more than that for a long time, I think I thought like a lot of other people that when you bought something from Amazon, you were buying from Amazon. and uh, right. I didn't realize that other people were really selling on Amazon. So
0: yeah, uh, the, the vast you know. majority of the products being sold are, are from you know third party sellers, absolutely. Yeah. and and most people don't realize that till they start trying to sell themselves. But I, I want to jump back if we could. I'm very curious now because I started on eBay as well. Like, give me a couple examples of things that you found, like surprises that, that you know. I'm sure there was a lot of junk and just clean out stuff you threw away, but did you find some really cool stuff? Have you ever been in an attic and I come had, out I with something some, that that blew your mind?
1: Yeah, some really cool things. Um, I remember one time I found in an attic uh, just two huge boxes of magazines. They were like the teen magazines from the 1960s. And okay. they were all in good shape. And I started going through them and, I was, and they were like first edition, all these types of things. And I just took pictures and I, I bet I made, you know, several thousand dollars from selling those magazines. And actually, the very first thing Claudia sold and what kind of pushed us into it is I, I had found another magazine in a house and I showed her how to list it on eBay. And I got it for free. We sold it for what?
2: $120.
0: $120. So one magazine. Old magazine.
1: <laughs> she was hooked then. She was like, Oh my gosh, we can actually make money. Yes. You know, that's incredible.
0: You know, I've seen people take those old magazines and tear individual ads out and sell those. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that yeah. on eBay? Even?
1: I, yeah, that, I mean there's just all kinds of stuff. And I, I remember one house I opened up a closet and it was full of all these boxes and and uh these dolls it looked like from a horror movie these but they were really expensive dolls and i and i ended up selling all those for you know several thousand dollars on ebay and and, uh, so you do find you know it's Mm -hmm. not all junk and Mm -hmm. uh there's a a good bit of stuff you can find in in houses uh sure and, and before that i did i did some commercial stuff where i worked uh we we had a commercial painting business with painted apartments and it's the same thing with apartments People just leave, and they leave. You know, you wouldn't believe what people leave. And um,
0: Oh, I've so, done a few rental houses, there. and yeah, it's a mixture of kind of a, a strange depression and what's wrong with you people. And you just look around at the yeah. mess, and it's like, really, you left that behind? That's fifty dollars sitting right there. What are you <laughs> thinking, <laughs> right? So it's it's a strange kind of you. You lose faith in humanity at the same time. You're like, well, all right, at least you left some money behind. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but there's,
2: sometimes like some magazines, some stuff they are like so old that. Like, I would throw away, but he's like, no, no, we're going to yeah. make money and we, we do. Yeah,
1: That's so to, great. I have, I, yeah. that. I have to stop the guys working with me because they just want to throw it all in the dumpster. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to teach up. them how to spot the $20 bills laying around, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, well, yeah, so that was your introduction, eBay. And I think a lot of us have been yeah. doing e-commerce more than, say, I don't know, 15 years. We have an, we have eBay stories because that really was the only game in town for a while. So you've been doing this yeah. a while, but you started getting into Amazon. Talk us just pick the story back up from there, Justin.
1: Yeah, so I think we were trying to think about this. It was it was either really late 2020 or t- January 2021 when I opened up an Amazon account, and I had I had done some research and you know watched some videos and you know I went down the whole road of watching all these videos these people trying to sell courses and you know uh, private label and it I'm a pretty cautious person and and so I was going through as much as I can trying to learn as much as I can on and I never felt good about any of those things and I can't remember who I found but it was somebody that was just you know maybe had a TikTok or something that were was doing retail arbitrage and and that piqued my interest. And, and I thought, well, you know, uh, she had not come been able to get her immigration. She wasn't here yet. So I had some more time on my hands. So I decided I was like, yeah, in the evenings I might, you know, go up to TJ Maxx or whatever and just scout around a little bit. And so I started experimenting with it. And I thought, you know, I'll try to do a proof of concept to see if you can actually make any money doing this. And, or if it's just, you know, for show on the internet. And so, so I started doing it just, just a little bit of, you know, small money. And then a couple of months in I I was telling her, I was like, man, I'm I'm actually making a little bit of money, not much, but a little bit of money doing it. And I kind of enjoyed it. It was like a hobby type of thing. And so I did it for three months, I think. And then her interview came through and I had to fly to Brazil and like life got crazy and we just stopped. And yeah, so and
2: all the focus was on us coming yeah. to the U.S. So we couldn't think Getting about Getting your it.
0: family all together. And what part yeah. of Brazil are you from, Claudio? Uh,
2: São Paulo. São Paulo. Uh, São Paulo State. But I'm from Santos area.
0: Okay. I, I'm not yeah. real familiar with it, but I, I did some some foreign exchange student work over a decade ago. And it had several just... What a beautiful culture, Brazil. The kids from Brazil were just a pure delight. Just the most yeah. loving, family-oriented, friendly, outgoing. I think everyone there uh, is an extrovert. Every Every Brazilian I've ever met, it's like, do you guys yeah. even make introverts there? I don't think you do. It was just... It was such a great culture, uh, so fond memories. I've never been, but they were all from Sao Paulo area when I was great
2: culture, great people and great food.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They bragged about their food. They're like, our food yeah. is so much better than what you have here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I miss food in Brazil a lot. <laughs> yeah. I bet.
0: I bet you do. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to getting into the, the rest of the story. So so keep us going.
1: Yeah, so you know, life got crazy,
0: and she was you know able to, to come
1: and and when she came, you know, I own my own business, and you know, as you know, owning your own business, it gives you a lot of flexibility, and, and and which is what I like about it the most. And I just told her, I was like, you know, hey, don't worry about getting a job immediately. You know, adjust and and uh, our ste- my stepdaughter, her daughter, um, her English was not very good. You know, let's work on getting her English up to par and everything. And so, so we just really focused on that for a while. And, uh, and she was uh, a teacher, an English teacher and actually was a principal of a school there for a while. And so we thought that she would go and choose something like an education here. And that was kind of the plan. But with that becomes a lot of restrictions and travel and, you know, have, you know, having the freedom. Uh, and so, I think at one point I finally looked at her and I and I was like, "Why don't we give this Amazon thing a try again?" Yeah. And she wasn't sure about it, but the magazine that we listed on eBay <laughs> made her a believer, <laughs> and uh, she couldn't believe that that sold uh, for one hundred twenty dollars. And yeah. uh, and I said, "I think we can do this, and it could be something that you know could be awesome." And so our, our first goal was to make enough money to for our house payment. And, and I was like, if you can do this and make some side money and we can make our house payment, that is awesome. And so that was our first goal. And we have in our bathroom, white these white porcelain tiles and, and we have these dry erase markers and we'll like write little notes or whatever. And I remember she wrote 5K, like <laughs> I want to make $5,000 a month. And, and so every time we take a shower, there's a big 5K right there. And I love it. Within the second month of doing it, we made more than 5K, and yeah. and, and that was really like motivating for us. Uh, obviously, that was that was the gross amount, but it was really about what we netted was almost our house payment, you know, from that first one. So we were both like, "Oh my gosh, this has potential." Yeah. But we still kind of looked at it as a side thing, really, for the whole year of 2022 up until what around September or October. Like we were making some decent money. We we're learning, you know. We went through IP issues and scared to death uh, that we're going to lose the account because we're selling, you know, certain things and and uh, get the scary letters in the in the mail and and. Uh, which thank you for uh, introducing Jeff Schick. We, we've actually uh, subscribed to that now. It's giving me a lot more. You've got pieces. him on
0: retainer. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're at the level early on, even where it makes sense. it's, it's uh, costs you about $3 a day to put him on retainer, something like that. And mm-hmm. it just it saves you so many of those little scares, like you said. And we can dive more into that as maybe as uh, later in our discussion today, so we can kind of explain what it is we're talking about there, but yeah, glad you made that connection with Jeff. Yeah, yeah. We'll stick a link in the show notes to all of that, of course, as well today.
1: Yeah, for sure. But I think it was again like around September of October this past year, I, and I'm not sure how I found out about your community, but somehow I found out about it, and I checked it out, and 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 I have watched, you know, hundreds if not thousands of you know people talking about Amazon and. I don't know. It was the first one. I just felt the sincerity in, you know, what you were doing and, and uh, just genuinely trying to help people. And it just really struck a chord with me. And I told her about it. I said, Hey, we need to you know, listen to these podcasts. And
2: yeah. Because like most people, they want to show like crazy numbers that they're going to make like easy, a lot of uh, money. And
0: we like, we
2: work with these and, we know that's not this way that things work, like you need to work. And so we, we felt like it was more sincere uh, sincere and more doable, yeah. what you were talking about. Yeah, th-
0: yeah, thank you for that. We like to emphasize real stories from real people. And I don't know why more people don't do that. If you're going to claim to teach business strategies... You should have a long line of students who are learning those strategies at different mm-hmm. levels. Some are new, some have been doing it a while, some are very successful. But I want to hear from your students. I don't want to hear from you about how great your program is. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, that yeah. doesn't that doesn't do it. I want to see. I want to hear from your students. So that's been our philosophy for a long time, and I think that's probably what you detected is these are just these are real people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever been on a podcast before? No, never. no. No. I mean, it, the vast majority of our. Students that we interview haven't been like this is new for them yeah. to to kind of tell their story and share their business and but that makes mm-hmm. for great content uh, and it's it's not just one dynamic expert sugarcoating everything like you said cloud G making it sound like you're gonna make so much money so fast yeah. you know and, uh, those the sales pages are even annoying you know, stacks of cash and boats yeah, and hot and tubs when you,
2: click, and, when you click you're like oh, okay but you need to spend a lot of money <laughs> to get there.
0: Yeah. And they're, they're trying, yeah, they're trying to talk you into these courses that cost thousands and thousands of dollars. You talked about that early on, Justin, with some of the private label courses you were seeing. I I I can't believe what they charge for those courses. It's just, it's some people fall for it, but there's no success stories to follow up with is is the thing. And I think your real estate background, Justin, probably did you some good because like if someone were to come to you and go, Hey, I can teach you to do real estate in two hours. I'm going to help you flip houses and make a ton of money instantly. Mm -hmm. You'd be like, yeah. this guy's a clown. He's selling yeah. courses, taking people's money and running with it. Right. You would know. So that same feel kind of came out of the private label Amazon mm-hmm. culture. There's some good guys in that space. And we actually do a decent job of teaching it ourselves, but not to new students. There's a lot of blood, sweat, tears, and sacrifice and learning curve there. But you should not be jumping in as a new seller trying to do private label. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah, we we take the lower hanging fruit, the, you know, it, it's not arbitrage like you guys are you know, selling magazines and stuff you found in attics. It's it's not that. It's a little more purposeful. It's a lot more scalable, but it's a fairly mm-hmm. simple model, and that's what we we like to teach to our new students. We call it the replans model, and I think that's what you guys are doing now. And so, as you guys said, you started getting into our community as we're recording this. Here we are in February 2023, so five six months ago or so, you started getting into our community, checking us out. Let's pick the story up from there, unless I'm leaving anything out.
1: No, yeah. So I guess primarily, in you know those months before, you know we would you know find things on sale or clearance and that those types of things. And and it's yeah, you can make decent money doing those things. And we heard about the replans, which I you know never even considered that you could buy things at full price and be able to sell them on Amazon and and so we started learning about that and I, I think we sat on the sideline just listening to a lot of podcasts you know while driving or this or that for a while and and then we subscribed to the proven Amazon course and started going through some of those uh, and it was really helpful for for us to start to motivate us and, uh, change our way of thinking a bit. And, uh, and I would say we're still in the, the l- really learning process of that. And the reality is probably the majority of what we do, we've become, we took the OA simplified course within that. And, uh, that helped, helped us to go down a lot of rabbit trails to find different places online. And, and we, we find some replans, some sales, like a mixture of those things. Sure, um, no
0: reason not to.
1: Yeah, and it's like if it's there and there's a lot of money to be made, then you know why not uh, take it? And and, uh, and we
2: live in an area that we have a lot of
1: uh, opportunity, like
2: to buy things on sales too. So it's, it's there. Yeah. We do it.
1: The area you're <laughs> in.
0: Where do you guys? Where do you live? Did you say in uh, Durham, North Carolina? That's so Raleigh. right. Right. Yeah. So you're in a very popular area that we've seen. cloudy level a lot of stores, a lot of sales, a lot of opportunity yeah. there. Yeah, you know, There's no reason not to take that into account. I just don't want to see sellers get stuck there where they're working 40, 50 hours a week uh-huh. to make fifty to $80,000 a year. There's so much better, there's there's models that are so much better than that, that you can really yeah. automate and scale and put a team in place. It, it's hard to automate the Easter egg hunt, the treasure hunt models. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. hard to automate those. They're they're pure hustle. And some yeah. Saturdays you go out and find a thousand dollars and other Saturdays you'll go out and you'll find nothing, yeah. right? Yes. And, and you can just find yourself kind of wasting your time. That's why we like to transition people into the more stable replans. It's it, It's mm-hmm. scalable. Build a team around it. Step back and be a business owner instead of having a job for yourself that you you know sometimes makes money, sometimes doesn't.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then you know that's what I've told her is you know it's a lot like real estate and that there's you can flip houses, but it's like once the house is done, it's done. But you know if you have houses that you can have residual income it's coming in every month, It's like you know like rentals and those types yeah, of things. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's Replans are kind of like that. They're just create. I, I remember hearing one of your podcasts and, and you were saying, you know, you go to the store and you'd see a product and you was like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's $40 a month I can make, you know, you mm-hmm. multiply that by, you know, a hundred and all of a sudden you've got a good income. Right. And, uh, and so that's, that's what we're trying to transition into. Uh, and so we kind of move at a slow pace, you know, and as, as we're doing it and we're kind of very thoughtful of how we do things. And so we've just kind of slowly been building. And then, you know, over the last few months, combined with the motivation from hearing people's stories, us really believing in it. I think we finally were like, OK, because, you know, in real estate, I'm always looking at the return on investment. You know, I've got investors. I have to make sure they get a good ROI and all these types of things. And I'm almost at the point now where I need, at some point, I might want to show them my Amazon's. Like I'm getting a better ROI in Amazon than real <laughs> estate. So yeah, uh, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of as evidenced by, and you'll appreciate this, Justin. You have no problem at all finding people ready to fund your Amazon business as it starts to grow. They'll throw money at you. I got to imagine from what I'm hearing, it's just getting a little harder to find people to throw money in, you know, real estate deals. But man, for Amazon, they're lining up the the small business loans are there; they're in abundance because they know that if you know what you're doing on Amazon, you're a good safe investment. So mm-hmm. funding is not going to be a challenge. As you guys start to scale the Amazon business, so many great funders, many of them will be at our conference in July. Actually, come just trying to get the attention of this selling community because they know these the methods we teach work. But yeah. I, I love the analogy to real estate as well, where we kind of look at our the replan model is like a cash flow positive rental,
2: mm-hmm. right? Yes. And then yeah. the
0: the Easter egg hunter, the treasure hunt model is kind of like that one time flip. You know, bought it for twenty, sold it for thirty seven put $6,000 in the bank after everything was said and done, you know, that's kind of like the Easter egg, the treasure hunt, you know, you yeah. make your money one time and now it's off trying to find another flip uh, yeah. versus owning a, a portfolio of good solid rentals, which is real estate. Yeah. The only difference would be with, with an ASIN or a replan, it could vanish at any time. And typically real estate doesn't just vanish <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. But the but the ASINs are easier to find than yes. the real estate. So. Far
0: easier than a good house that you can cash flow. That's right. You, you can you find a bunch anybody, every day. Yeah. yeah, you don't have anybody uh destroying your ASIN uh <laughs> Yeah, when they when they move out, they don't break the windows and yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. But I, I love the the contrast between different business models and it, it you know the, the truth is, there's no perfect business model out there. It doesn't exist. Every business requires blood, sweat, tears, work, and sacrifice. You're hoping it works out someday. You're putting in time, effort, energy now, and money now, hoping that six months, a year from now, it's something bigger, better, profitable. That's why I call us business building warriors. We've, you know, it, there's a lot that goes into making a business work. Uh, but I love this model, and I'm I love to see our students waiting in nice and slow, taking their time, You know, analyzing it, seeing what else is out there. Because it really does stand up to scrutiny. This model really does stand up to any way you want to measure it. We've got a lot of people doing it successfully. You don't have to spend a lot of money to wait in. And it sounds like you guys are starting down that path. How is it going so far? What have you done so far? And I know you've, you've had some sales. You mentioned you had some $5,000 months You know, that's mainly doing the treasure hunt model. It sounds like, but talk me through where you're at now, and maybe let's dig into your business a little bit. Give you guys some some pointers, maybe going forward.
1: Yeah, again, I think fourth quarter of last year is when we got a little more serious about. You know, it's kind of as you guys say, feed the beast. We were like, okay, we need to feed the beast and send more stuff in and. And uh, and I think uh, October we had like our biggest month, maybe like thirteen thousand, and mm-hmm. we were, you know, it was like over the moon. It was like, oh my gosh, that was a huge month. And and then we thought it would be even more, but it actually went down a little bit over November, December. But we believed in the model. We were like, we're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep feeding the beast, and we're going to keep sending things in. And and uh, we were learning things like. Keepa and looking at the graphs and seeing, uh, you know, it gives you a lot more confidence when you're buying something and you see, you know, what it's been selling for over a longer period of time. And and it's like, okay, well, it may not sell immediately, but if, you know, within 30 days or 45 days, it'll sell. And anyway, but uh, and then in January. um, We were
2: uh, worried because last January was like really bad. And we were like, oh, here comes January again, but it was totally the opposite.
1: Yeah, so we did we sold twenty-one thousand dollars in January.
0: And wow, which was, is the last full month as we're yes. recording this 2023, January. So yeah. how much of that was replans and how much of that was treasure hunt?
1: It's probably maybe 30, 35 percent replans. like like we're building that up more and more, and, and mm-hmm. a lot of it is we've kind of gravitated more toward, uh, I guess more expensive stuff. Like me being in construction, I spend a lot of time in places like home Depot, that type of thing. So I'm looking at the aisles there rather than a grocery store per se. And Mm -hmm. so that's what we've talked about. We're wanting to flip that, you know, where the the sales and the treasure hunts are maybe, you know, 20% of it, you know, and the other is 80%. So we're trying yeah. to make this transition.
0: And you'll get there. You'll, and, you'll uh, definitely get there.
1: This, this month has been incredible. Like we're we're at like, I don't know, what is today's date? The 16th? Like we're,
0: we've already sold 17 or 18,000 this month already. Wow. So you're on pace for a possible, well, February is a shorter month, but I mean, you guys yeah. could get close to 30 if, if this holds mm-hmm. up. But definitely on the other we're side of 25.
1: 30. Yeah. That's and so... We're going to continue just pushing, you know, and uh, and seeing what we can do. We've we I've got a friend. uh, She, her and her husband, they work for me in real estate, uh, doing some things, and so she's started to help Claudia like one day a week packing and that type of thing. And so we're going to incorporate her and, and uh, uh, some other people. And as we expand, because it gets to be a lot, our basement yeah. is a disaster. <laughs> it's, full, sure. it's full of stuff all the time. And, uh, yep. So my son, his room, he's in college, but it, when he comes home to visit, we have to clean out his room
0: so that he can <laughs> sleep on his bed. Now, right. So. Yeah. You guys took my room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it's so funny great.
1: That, uh, both of my sons have, they see us actually making money doing it now, so now they're interested, and in they're like, mm-hmm. "Can you teach us?" And, yeah. and, uh, and they, uh,
2: they say it's it's amazing because, like, when my friends talk about it, everybody says that ah, Amazon is a scam or something, but like you're really doing it, and it works.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So
2: that's what people think that it's always scam and doesn't work. And like when they see like real people making money,
0: they're like, oh, they want to learn. And, mm-hmm. and Yeah. It. Well, send them to the podcast. That's big. You'd be doing them a big favor or bring them onto your team, right? And, and have them help you grow. That's how my team has grown is just as family and friends. It's a lot of family, but I've just, I've brought them on the team, found a role and off we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So 21,000 in January, you're set to do significantly more than that in February as here we are most of the way through that the month of February. We're just past halfway. What's your net margins looking like on these? You you said earlier that the ROI for the, the Amazon business is outpacing your real estate investing. Yeah. Uh, so where are we at? You sound like a numbers guy.
1: So in 2023, like our net margin is around 31%. That's great. So that's the net margin. But if you, you know, as a real estate guy, I'm looking at the amount invested versus what I get back. I'm not looking at the total sales per se. And if you look at it that way, the numbers are actually much higher. You know, because you know, it's so like a in January and February this year, it's like a 81 percent ROI on the money that we've invested.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I can't do that in real estate. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't. Even, I can't even get close in real estate. So. So that's exciting for me when I look at those type of numbers, like compared to what I invest versus what I get back. You know, within, you know, and if you put it on an annualized. Oh, uh, no, it's ridiculous. Line. Yeah, It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it's,
0: it's ridiculous. Like 900% <laughs> so. or something, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you're cycling the money about every three months, you know, by the time
0: mm-hmm. you spend it till you get it back. And, well, and the, the story that illustrated that really well for, for me recently was a, a chiropractor. It's actually my aunt's chiropractor. My aunt works in my warehouse and she was seeing her chiropractor and, and told him about this business and he got into it. But he just wanted to put in $200. That's it. He wasn't going to use any more money than that. He had access to other funds, but he's like, I'll, this is my $200 experiment. So all of his inventory, the proven Amazon course, his shipping supplies, everything came out of that $200. And he just rolled it over, rolled it over. And within a couple of years, he had paid off $10,000 or tens of thousands of dollars of student loans that he still owed with that initial $200. So like you mm-hmm. say, when you start annualizing these kinds of returns and you keep rolling your money over, he wasn't taking any money out himself. He was just paying off debt. He wasn't paying I himself. To this
2: Do you dying. remember that one?
0: It's yeah. pretty incredible how fast a little bit of money turns into a lot of money. If we're talking you know, 31% net profit, 80% ROI, and you're rolling that cash back in and you're flipping it into more cash fast. Yeah, you you can build a, a pretty nice pile of cash pretty quick.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what we're doing is, is we're, we're basically decided to take every month to take 1,000 out, you know, like for ex, you know, house expenses or whatever. But everything else is just rolling right back into the business to sustain it and grow it. And, and, uh, like I said, it's exciting for me in, in the real estate. I'm always looking six months a year down the road. I mean, mm-hmm. like because the projects take so long and, and, uh, you know, this is, you're seeing seeing it come to fruition a lot faster and uh you know and it's just really exciting for me. I enjoy doing it and and I'm not saying I'm gonna quit real estate but <laughs> right. uh, I am I have committed to her that that uh you know we're in this together. We enjoy working together. Uh I mean she helps me with real estate stuff yeah. too, but it's a way for us to spend more time together. Maybe she wants me to Go out shopping more. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, anyway. But we we get to spend time together, and and uh, we're building something together, and just really enjoying it. But, yeah, uh, we, we have go ahead,
0: Cloudy. Sorry,
2: we have freedom. Like it's like when I was a teacher in Brazil, and that's why I didn't want to teach here. I didn't want to to be stuck in a schedule, like because we spent a long time uh, away from each other, so it we wanna enjoy life travel you know and this is like gives us the opportunity to do this like, mm-hmm. if tomorrow we don't wanna do anything we don't yeah of course we we work a lot but if we need to have like a weekend off or a week we can so
0: mm-hmm.
2: and and i like it a lot
0: <laughs> yeah yeah the the routine is yeah. i'll put it this way i started doing this 20 years ago approximately, having this internet lifestyle, this don't wake up with an alarm clock. Wake up based on how much sleep you need the night before, right? How how late did you go to bed? Well, that's how much sleep. You, I don't use an alarm clock. I haven't for a couple decades now, with rare exceptions. I love the flexibility, but that's what I set out to do. I, I had a my last job was a real job, working for Microsoft, selling software, showing up early, working hard, making some decent money but I was away from my family. I had to wake up to an alarm clock. I was on their schedule. I had to ask permission to take a few days off. So that flexibility became the ultimate goal for our family. And 20 years in, I can say it's not, it has never gotten old. It's never gotten boring. I've never regretted it. It's beautiful having that flexibility to control your schedule, to look outside and the weather's nice. Hey, let's bump everything back to tomorrow. Let's go to the zoo. Let's spend some time together. Let's go hit some trails together today as a family. Because we homeschooled our kids. So that was another degree of flexibility we had where you know, if we wanted to go uh, on a vacation, we could go during the off-peak season when everyone else is in school, right? Uh, So there's just so many benefits to and that's why I'm such an advocate for all of this is because I want this for as many families. If if they want that, I want to help them get that. And it sounds like that's what you guys are going for and making happen as well. And it absolutely fits. I love that you brought up, Justin, that you you're keeping the real estate thing going. I mean, why not? Why not have multiple streams of income? That's, we have the ability to do that now, make it happen. Right. For sure.
1: Yeah. And it's, you know, it's something I, I enjoy and it's never felt like a job to me because I enjoy it. And, uh, and just even this is, I, I think I've always been an entrepreneur since i you know, got out of college. I've had different little businesses and that type of thing. And so I, I enjoy the challenge of, you know, fighting through something and learning. And that's what I've told her just like, just like in real estate like, I spent many years. I know how to fix anything on a house, you know, because I had to learn how to do it before I could supervise other people doing Mm -hmm. it. And uh, so that's what I said with the Amazon. I said we we have to learn like the ins and outs and how to do all these things. And and not everybody has to do that, but for me and the way I work, it's like I feel better, you know. Once we get to the point where we hire a VA and all these types of things, I want to you know, be able to know what I'm doing and know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we strongly advise that path as well.
0: You, you don't just want to hire someone in to do something because you don't know how. You want to know how to do the different moving parts. It's not a complex business. It just isn't. There's a bit of a learning curve, but you can learn all you need to know within a few months and then start hiring, putting people in place and start scaling. We've seen it happen so many times. I'm very confident in that advice that you do want to learn it yourself first before you hire people but there's not that much to learn before you've got a viable operation up and running. Hey, sorry for the short interruption, but you're going to love what I have to share with you. Let's talk about Seller Board. As an Amazon seller, do you know your numbers? Are you tracking your profit and loss by ASIN? Cost of goods sold, how accurate are your numbers? Sellerboard helps you get extremely accurate. Starting at just $15 per month, you can know when to buy products, when not to buy products, which ones are profitable, which ones aren't. You can really start to dial in your Amazon business. Get over to silentgym.com slash numbers and check out the latest fantastic sponsor to this program. So many Amazon sellers in our community are using it. I'm thrilled that they've become a sponsor of this program. Thanks, Seller Board. Go check out their offer, silentgym.com slash numbers but you can learn all you need to know within a few months and then start hiring putting people in place and start scaling we've seen it happen so many times i'm very confident in that advice that you do want to learn it yourself first before you hire people but there's not that much to learn before you've got a viable operation up and running Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah so so what are the next steps or how could i help you guys out what questions do you have for me or how are you finding your products right now? Are you still doing mainly? Um, you mentioned online arbitrage strategies earlier, but it sounds like you're still hitting the stores. Where do you guys yeah. want to go next?
1: Well, I mean, I, we've uh, started working with Keepa more and trying to do Product Finder through that. I mean, I have the tactical arbitrage. You know, we took the OA simplified uh, course right. and and uh, that. Doesn't for me, doesn't find a lot of products, but it gets me on the path to find a lot of products. Rabbit um,
0: trails, we call them, right? All the rabbit
1: trails I end up on. And so, you know, I think uh, one of the, the things that uh, I think we would like to learn is bundling, and we've never listed, like, I run across. It's uh, a lot of products that would be really good if there was a listing, but there's not a listing for it. And so we've never created a listing. And something mm-hmm. I think is in the course, there is a, some teaching on that, correct? Yeah.
0: If you go through the provenbrandbuilding.com module, mm-hmm. and I, I want to mention too, since we're mentioning modules, the OA simplified.com module is included in the proven Amazon course. It's free in there, as is the provenbrandbuilding.com course. And as part of that proven brand building where we teach you how to set up branded bundles, we do show you how to set up a new listing as well. It's not complicated. It's something we typically don't recommend brand new sellers to do. We don't like to see brand new sellers doing a, a good handful of things. We don't like to see them drop shipping. We don't like to see them try private label. We don't like to see them setting up new listings on Amazon. You're not ready for those things. Please don't stay away from those things. But you've got the experience now. You guys could very competently set up new listings for products that you want to test. I think you'd be a good candidate to go through the proven brand building, like I mentioned, that module. Mm-hmm. And we've got some new print-on-demand training that's coming down the pike. It, it's going to be at our live event in July. It's going to be a new course module as well very soon. I think you guys would enjoy that. It's It's like low-level private label, low-risk, low-investment. Kind of testing little ideas, throwing a little bit of money at them, and when one sticks, you you ramp up with it. It's a beautiful strategy. I think you'd have some fun with that as well. Just kind of having that entrepreneurial, creative brain, and uh, you know, print on demand can be a lot of fun. You can put you know, creative, fun sayings on products and launch them out. Uh, so that's coming soon. I think you might be interested in that as well. But yeah, this the sky's the limit. But the thing I do want to see you guys continue to focus on, if I was coaching you, would be the basics. And that is finding more replens, finding yeah. underserved listings. You mentioned the Keepa advanced sourcing. You know The, the Olsons just came out with nine new strategies. That's provenamazoncourse.com slash Keepa is details on that. Huge discount for our students. Of course, free for our coaching students. But that takes you through nine different creative ways to use Amazon to find great replens diving into those strategies, continuing to do it, maybe getting a virtual assistant, one that you train yourself or one from our team. That's the greatest first hire you can ever make is someone else to find profitable replans for you. That'll help you scale. I think that's where you need to focus. Rather than diversifying anymore right now, there's plenty of ways you can go but you guys are you know, 21,000, maybe coming close to hitting 30 this month and you'll be at that 30 to 40 month level pretty soon. I'd like to see you really get that dialed in to where it's not relying on you guys to find new products. Mm-hmm. And once you've got someone else finding great new replens for you consistently, now you can start diving into some of these other areas and uh, you know, maybe use a coach, depending on how the funding looks, to help you navigate this. But getting someone else finding replans would be a great next step for where you guys are because you really have navigated a considerable amount of this without a coach. You've just used the course and free content, the podcast, the, the Facebook group, which we haven't talked a lot about. Are you guys in there much? That's how we, you yeah. guys are in there some yeah. at least, right?
1: Yeah. And that's been very helpful. I mean, there's been definitely times where I've asked questions on there. I mean, not a, not a lot. I've asked maybe three or four questions, but people have been very helpful. And I, that's one thing that honestly has amazed me because uh in the real estate world, I have friends that are in the real estate world, but a lot of times they it's it's hard because people locally especially they become your competition for everything. So mm-hmm. it's hard to have friends uh locally. And uh anyway, but it's it's been nice to see the sincerity of everyone trying to help one another. And I think uh, the opportunity is really truly so big that you don't have to be afraid about sharing yeah. and that yeah. type of
0: thing. You're exactly right. It wouldn't be possible for us to all be as friendly as we are with each other, sending each other. You know, I'll get texts from people saying, Hey, this ASIN, dude, if you live near a Menards, go buy all you can get. It's hot right now. You know, we send stuff constantly, sending each other tips and strategies, sharing very openly in our Facebook group. It's a testament, yes, to the quality of the people we've attracted, but it's even more telling as well that, like you just said, this opportunity is so expansive. It's Mm -hmm. such a blue ocean out there. It's Mm kind of like, you know, there's only five or six boats sitting on a massive body of water. You're not competing with each other for the fish. It there's fish everywhere. So let's cooperate. Let's give each other tips and strategies and it has a lot to do with the abundance mindset versus a poverty mindset as well. And we talk about that a lot in here because you you certainly can contrast our Facebook group with, say, Amazon's own discussion forum, if you've ever been in there in Seller Central and just see, it's a bloodbath. People giving each other mm-hmm. wrong information intentionally and calling each other names. And <laughs> you idiot, why are you even in here? You shouldn't be here. Like, we don't do that. We treat people with with respect. We don't see them as competitors. And I think more importantly, we have an abundance mindset, meaning success is available to any and all in abundance. And the more I can help you succeed, the more I'm going to succeed myself. And that's just been part of our philosophy from day one. And people who don't get that, we've got an exit very clearly marked and you can leave anytime and there you go. Go find a group where you can complain and hate everybody. That's great. There's plenty of groups like that. (laughs) But we don't do that here. We treat people with respect and honor we truly have an abundance mindset about this whole thing, so I think that's that's a lot of what you've detected, and we're we're proud of that. We protect that culture intentionally, not that we don't fight off problems together. There's challenges. You mentioned IP complaints, and I want to get into that. For example, you know we don't delete those posts; we tackle them together. But we don't want people coming in just negative for the sake of negativity. Mindset really does matter. Yes, and, it's very. important. Yeah. it, it, yeah, can, uh, it It's like the rudder, hard? it's yeah. a rudder that steers the ship, if you will, you know, your mindset, the, the words you allow yourself to use. And uh, those are important factors in your success.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, and that's what really, you know, you know, drew us to, you know, you guys and, and just, I don't know, we're very appreciative to it. And, and I know, you know most people that that are stand on the sidelines probably feel the same way as us is I mean there's just so much you can glean from it and and from you guys and your wisdom and and just your sincerity. I mean, I, I pride myself with knowing being able to read people pretty well and and, mm. and, uh, and I, I can see that you guys are very sincere in what you're doing yeah
0: from day one another thing that was the goal when it was just a few of us we talked about not ever having a personality centric community it was going to be entrepreneurs leaders whoever had a great idea step up on stage and share it it's not about one person or you know a group of people that are emphasized and i've i've told our team and you'll see we have many guests hosts on the podcast for example if you come to the live event you'll notice that i'm seen very little. I love it that way. You know, day one, I'll make a few opening remarks and then I'm kind of invisible. It's just all the successful students from our community, all the great coaches and leaders and people who have great ideas, that's who we highlight the entire event. So that served us very well. That I'm a very, very replaceable piece of a much bigger picture. And we all are. The value we bring is the ideas that we share and the relationships we have. And it, it's just a community that's kind of adapted that culture. And I, I'm I'm quite proud of that. It's lasted as long as it has and grown as large as it has and helped as many people, more importantly, that it's helped. It's kind of hard to wrap your mind around sometimes. And, and the popularity of this podcast continues to just astound all of us. We had like 130,000 downloads on iTunes the last 30 days. That's, that's just incredible that, that many people are resonating with, you know, I've got no fancy graphics, no fancy edits to the video. It's just three people, two people sitting down and having a conversation about Amazon. Very little editing. And it's just, it's real. It's authentic. You know, my favorite word is transparent.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes.
0: yeah, for sure. For sure. But I, I, let's make this useful for the remaining time we have. What challenges, you mentioned IP issues. You know, if this was a coaching session, what what hard questions might you be asking me? and make it useful for you guys and maybe for the listeners too, as we start to wrap this one up.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I think the thing, the only thing that really keeps me up at night is the IP, uh, issues occasionally. And they're not, yeah. they're not all the time. I, I think they were more prevalent when we were first starting. Uh, yeah. we've, we're a lot more careful now and, um mm-hmm. uh, we've got some, you know, different apps to help us. Plus we've learned which brands to stay away from and those type of things. But, uh, we we put Jeff Schick on retainer, and mm-hmm. and that's and he's already helping me with one issue right now, and, uh, right. and that's, that's give, <laughs> giving me better sleep at night. Yeah. Uh, I guess my question is: Is there anything else I can be doing, or we can be yeah. doing uh, to protect our account? You know, so
0: well. This is um, a this is one of my favorite topics to just kind of hit right between the eyes because it is. It is that thing that causes the most unnecessary anxiety in the Amazon seller community, especially the replen seller community. Unnecessary anxiety. The word unnecessary is the focus here. Because again, I've, you may have heard me say this before, but I've said it many times and it still holds true that after teaching thousands and thousands of students these strategies, hundreds of success stories that you've heard on this podcast, a wide open discussion forum with 72,000 people in there, I've yet to hear of more than five permanent suspensions on Amazon from our community. And of those five permanent suspensions, all of them could have got their account back had they chose to persist, but they decided not to. None of those suspensions are recent. The most recent one is a few years ago. So Amazon, the conclusions we can very clearly draw from these facts are Amazon loves resellers, they love the Replens model, probably around somewhere between 30 and 35% of everything being sold on Amazon any given day are coming from third-party resellers like us. Amazon's making a ton of money serving very happy customers by providing the service that we help them provide. I was told by a senior vice president at Amazon, it's been a few years ago, but he told me, you guys are so much better at filling our shelves than we are we're crazy to try to take that from you. You guys are great at it. You guys take on the risk and you make sure the customers have great product. We could never hire enough people to do what you guys do. Thank you. He was basically thanking me as a representative of the third-party reseller community that was listening to our content. That's pretty incredible. So at an individual level, we talk about, oh, I'm going to get an IP complaint. I'm going to lose some sleep over this. This seems highly stressful keep in mind that there's people doing this business at a very high level where they're seeing multiple IP complaints and health account issues every week, multiple. Mm -hmm. And the worst case scenario stories you hear are temporary suspensions, Mm -hmm. right? And then when they really hurt, it's like if they happen right in the middle of December, yeah, that's gonna cost you some money. But that's the outlier example of the worst case scenario. You just don't hear about, I mean, I've been hearing about eBay, which for a long time had a great reputation. Like, ah, oh, no one ever gets suspended on eBay. I've seen some people discussing in our Facebook group recently where eBay has just turned them off inexplicably. What's going on? Yeah. No recourse. There's no Jeff Schick that you can call for that. It's like, you've been shut down. There's no recourse. With Amazon, there's always a path forward So your worst case scenario, unless the example I give is if you're ordering fake Nike knockoffs from China and selling them as real Nikes on Amazon, yeah, you could lose your account and probably find yourself in some legal trouble too. But being a reseller, buying from legitimate sources, flipping, no, you're going to be just fine. Now, on most Wednesday episodes of this podcast, we've been featuring recently Jeff Schick, who you've been talking about. He's an actual lawyer and also, more importantly, an Amazon policy expert that really helps our community with these things. He'll talk about things like, hey, should I be buying liquidations and discounts and selling them on Amazon? Even if I list them as used, And what are the risks that I'm taking? He talks about those kind of issues. If you want to be completely safe, make sure you've got legitimate receipts from legitimate authorized retailers which all the big box stores are legitimate authorized retailers for everything they sell, right? It's the it's little off the beaten path mom and pop store that sometimes, you know, you don't know, am I buying something that was liquidated two weeks ago or am I buying actual new retail products? Yeah. So you want good receipts from, from legit retailers, you're going to be perfectly fine. There's no scenario that any one of us can imagine where you get permanently suspended for that. IP complaints the worst case scenario is you got to stop selling that product.
2: 99.9%
0: of the time, that's the worst case scenario you could face with an IP complaint is you're going to have to stop selling that product. You just go find more ASINs. So it really isn't, it shouldn't be a high stress thing, thankfully. Now, if that was the case, I'd be fine sharing it. Like, hey, you know, you've got about a 5% chance at some time in the next five years, you're going to lose your account. Full transparency, we'd share that if that was the actual statistic, but it's just not. Take Jeff, for example. I don't know if you heard him with the interview we were having. I said, you know, you've, you've served hundreds and hundreds of clients now. How many of them have gone on to lose their account? He said, none. It doesn't happen. Yeah. This doesn't happen. You tackle yeah. it. You, you write your letter. You change your course. And Amazon lets you back in. Worst case scenario is a temporary suspension of some kind. Gotcha. So Amazon really does have our back. Ultimately, they make some mistakes along the way, but they correct course. Let the good guys back in the stuff we teach. It's stuff that good guys do all day, every day to make a living, you know, at, at a pace that's five, 10, 20 times bigger than where you guys are facing five, 10, 20 times as many of those little issues, but just swatting them off, like, you know, eating them for breakfast every day and moving on with their day. Right. But it's okay. just one of those little challenges it's like the paperwork that you got to fill out if you're going to be in real estate like oh, got an inspector coming that inspector could shut down our whole project don't know what are we going to do and he shows up and he's eating a donut and he's like yeah it looks good to me and signs it like why was i so worried <laughs> yeah. right it's like you know is every business has those things that we kind of get worked up about and um, you know the, the real thing to keep your eye on is your your numbers your profitability you know, don't get enamored with any one product and get emotionally attached to it. Don't go super deep on a hunch. Go buy, you know, a thousand units of something because it's hot right now. You don't want more than a month's worth of any product. Minimize your risks. Minimize your exposure. And you really can't go wrong other than that. We've been doing this several years now. And it it is by far the most stable e-commerce business model that I've seen. By far, hands down the challenge it has is it's kind of difficult to explain in a 15 second snippet soundbite Mm -hmm. it takes about three to five minutes to explain it adequately and do it justice and you lose a lot of people lose intention or like you were saying cloudy earlier people hear oh selling on amazon oh that's a scam i know somebody who spent twenty-five thousand dollars on a course and never made any money selling on amazon Mm -hmm. is a scam so that's what we're fighting against. It was we're educating yeah. people, is you know that perception out there. We don't have a twenty five thousand dollars course. We've got yeah. a course that costs a few dollars a day, right? A couple bucks a day, and you've got everything we have to give you, and uh, and a whole bunch of success stories. So hopefully that should make you feel better. Is you're in a large community of people that have been doing this a while. Don't worry about the, the IP, the the legal stuff. It, as long as you're staying above board. If you've got Jeff Schick and you're bouncing the the decisions off him. You're good, and you mentioned earlier too talking about IP complaint issues. Just to be thorough, one of the things you should be looking out for, and I know you guys probably know this, is if you are the the only other seller on an ASIN is the brand owner, stay away. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. we do. It. We learned that the hard way.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: Because they will make your life miserable. They can't get you suspended, but they can send you a really mean, scary letter that you can hang on your wall and scare people. Like, oh, look at the letter I got from a law firm. Like, yeah, you could throw it away. Just don't sell that IP. Don't sell against that anymore. Say, hey, sorry, we won't sell this anymore. You move on with your life. A lot of brands have hired lawyers just to send out scary letters to try to keep everybody off of their listing. And by law, this is actually an important distinction. You're not breaking any laws. It's an Amazon rule it's a trademark. Like, hey, we don't like you using our picture. So like if you were to sell that same product over here on eBay or on Facebook Marketplace, cool, but on Amazon, no, because you're using our picture or the picture doesn't look right or you know, it's always some kind of little technical thing. But as far as like getting yourself into some kind of legal trouble, no. Haven't heard of those cases. Jeff Schick would ring the alarm bell very fast if there was any kind of serious legal ramifications to any of this. It's just a matter of what you are and aren't allowed to sell. And if you sell something you're not supposed to, Sorry, I'll stop selling it. You liquidate it. You sell it somewhere else, move it to eBay, get rid of it, and go find another 30 great products you know, somewhere yeah. else. You know, we've had to do that a few times. Yeah, yeah. you just you, you move, move on. on it. It'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the reality of this is any given month, you find X number, let's say 30 or 40 new replens because five or eight of your replens died off the month before and you replace it. And you know that those replants you found will last somewhere between a few weeks, and a few months, maybe a few years, but they're always kind of fading away for one reason or another. Yes, yeah, for sure. Let's let's make good use of the time. What else is on your list? That was a very so that was an in depth answer, but hopefully you found that helpful.
1: Yes, absolutely. I think one of the other things I wanted to we're planning on uh, trying to come uh, to the conference this year, and and great. Uh, we're, we're waiting on the
0: final information
1: to try to uh, get everything yeah. scheduled.
0: I'll tell you, um, when we get off the uh, call here, I can tell you guys where the city is. We're just a few days away from announcing it. The okay. Proven Conference. By the time this video comes out, we probably will have announced the city. So I can tell you guys a little early. But nah, wonderful, yeah. wonderful. TheProvenConference.com. It's within driving distance of where you guys are. I can tell you that. We're good. Good. Yeah, awesome. Not we're too bad excited. of a drive anyway.
1: One question i've heard people talk about having you know local ma- mastermind groups and you know those yeah. types of things and and uh cuz we have gone about this pretty much alone the whole time and you know it's nobody really understands about it or like like she said i think it's you know, a scam and we're going to get scammed somehow or whatever so i think it would be really good for us to meet other people especially local People that we can go have a cup of coffee with, and and yeah, type of thing. So, is there ways that we can do that? Find. I mean, I know if we go to the conference, maybe we can meet some people.
0: Um, Absolutely, yeah. So, there's three things I want to say on this point, and maybe more will pop into my head. But first, it's absolutely vital to do what you guys are describing now, especially if you were single. Now that you're married, you've got your spouse, you're doing it together. That's great, but. You still want to find yourself in a group, in a community, other people, you can jump on a Zoom call, even it doesn't have to be local. Ideally, it is local if you can possibly work it out just because of the power of face-to-face. You know, 80% of communication is nonverbal. Females understand this instinctually. Us guys, kind of when we first hear that, we don't believe it, but it's true anyway. 80% of communication is nonverbal. So if you can meet together face-to-face and get in the same room, hugely powerful. We've actually got a feature in our Facebook group where it, we'd kind of describe how to do it. I'll stick a link in the show notes today to that exact post in our group where you can say who lives near me in this Facebook group. Larger Facebook groups have that feature. We'd talk you through how to do it. So that's one thing you guys can do. The other you mentioned is come to the live event. Absolutely plan on it. Something that I haven't announced many places yet, but when the, the we start selling tickets for the Proven Conference, One of the things we're doing for the VIP attendees this year is we're assigning them to, it's optional of course, but we're assigning them to a mastermind group and that mastermind group meets at the event, get everybody's email address and phone numbers, they all exchange information and then they set when are we going to meet, weekly, every other week, what time of the day works for everybody and we're just going to help them launch and set it in place. And then be available too as leaders to make an appearance when they invite us in. Like, hey, we'd really like to have someone come and talk about topic X this week. So we're going to make that available to all of our VIP attendees. And, and there's actually going to be a session that I'm going to lead where we we make it we bring it all into shape at the event. So that's some of the things I have to say on that topic. But I can't emphasize enough that you shouldn't do this business alone. Even if you're a married couple, you need some other people to kind of come in alongside of you, encourage you, bounce questions off of, because it that monetizes. If for no other reason, you will make more money doing this. But the cool thing that we've seen is, you know, we've seen marriages come out of this. We've seen you know people meet and and become best friends and attend each other's weddings and go on vacations together. And they start to forget even like how did we meet? Oh yeah, that's right, we met through a mastermind of the when we were selling on Amazon. And they've launched uh, you know courses together and become leaders in our community even. So it's not a side benefit to pick up a few nice relationships when you're in business. It's the reason business exists. And that's coming from a biblical vantage point. But I'm fully convinced that the reason God gave us business was so we could become more interdependent on each other, rely on each other. Relationships form from that as evidenced by the concept of a transaction in Hebrew is considered to be the beginning of a mutually beneficial lifelong relationship. That's what a transaction is. It's the start of a relationship. It's not just the exchange of goods for cash. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be a relationship. That's the whole reason we do this. So I love that your instincts are there asking about it. That's some of the things that we do jump in our Facebook group and someone will help you if if someone's listening to this and wondering what it is we're talking about. If you have questions about any of this, but we do have a specific post in our group. I'll stick a link to it in the show notes where you can find out, hey, who lives near me? Because with 72,000 people in our group, assuming that you put your, your zip code or what part of the world you're from in your bio, some people don't. But if you do that, Facebook can say, hey, here's the other people that live near you. You can reach out to them individually by private message and say, hey, are you still doing the business? Where are you at? Do you want to get together, talk e-commerce? Yeah, Amazon sometimes. We've seen, I would say, dozens of phenomenal groups form at this point, many of which I've I, I've heard of only after they were meeting for a couple of years in some cases. Um, and I'll get invited sometimes and like, Hey, Jim, would you come hang out on Zoom with our mastermind? We've been meeting for a couple of years. We'd love to have you come and hang out with us. I've, I've gotten those kind of invitations. I love to get those kind of invites. It's always a blast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, make it happen. But the, it's up to you to make it happen. Yeah. Unless you're a VIP attendee, now we're going to do some of the lifting for you and put you into a group based on some questions we're going to ask all the VIP attendees. Kind of, you know, find some commonalities and try to group people by region if possible. So those face-to-face meetups might be more, you know, feasible that way. Yeah, hopefully that answers your question. But absolutely yeah, great, absolutely. great line Definitely. of thought.
1: I get the only other question I had is is concerns accounting. Like we use Inventory Lab. Mm. Which is helpful, but I don't know as we grow if that's enough or what suggestions you might have as as we scale up. I don't want to leave that by the wayside. I want to make sure that's yes like, as we grow
0: our business. Absolutely. I mean, hiring a good accountant puts more money in the bank than it costs you. Same, you know, hi, doing these things right ultimately saves you so much money. So yeah, Inventory Lab does a decent job, but you won't find many accountants that say, yep, that's all you need. Uh, you know, you're know, you going to find a lot more useful numbers from a tool such as Sellerboard, for example. They're going to dial in your... They take into account all of the fees, all the reimbursements. Like Sellerboard really does a great job. I'm so glad they're a sponsor of this show, but they really are a premier tool in our industry. Go to silentgym.com slash numbers to see. It's like a two-month free trial, super inexpensive tool. It's like 15 bucks a month or something starting. It really helps you know your numbers. Now, the other thing that we've just launched within the past few days, which makes me glad you asked that question, are Humminbird services, which are all the services that have kind of grown out of necessity serving this community, helping people get trademarks, helping them become brand registered, helping our international students get set up with an LLC and a a presence in the United States, all those services that we've just kind of, hey, we can't find the perfect go-to professional. Let's just do it ourselves and bring good people in. We're actually actually offering tax services now too, bookkeeping and tax services through Humminbird. So basically call the coaching office. There's a link at silentgym.com, get set up there. We'll stick a link in the show notes too. But you do want to be intentional about it. There's a lot of good ways to do it. There's a lot of good accountants. The easiest thing for me to tell you to do is hire a local accountant a small business accountant who's been doing it for a while if they've got any other e-commerce clients that's cool but a business is a business to a lot of these guys have been doing it for a while you know if they've been doing accounting for 20 30 years they can handle your business they're going to tell you what they need uh, mm-hmm. but we are offering specialized for you know the Amazon comes with its own set of what kind of reports do I need to pull when should I pull them that sort of thing um, so yeah give us a, give us a shout on that front. But if all you've got is inventory lab, kind of feeding that data into maybe QuickBooks or something, you're probably missing out on some deductions. Your numbers aren't probably quite as accurate as they could and should be. There's some reports you need to pull from Amazon at the year end um, that that help you out too, depending on which kind of if you're doing you know cash basis accounting versus you know, there's different ways to do it. but I'm not the accounting expert by any means, but I do know we've got the resources and the professionals here doing it. So a lot of coaches on our team and a lot of coaching students on our team are starting to use our internal in-house tax services through Humminbird.
2: Um,
0: so there's some options for you, right? Several options for you. Anything from using a local accountant, which I highly recommend doing it yourself. I do not recommend uh, because again, a good accountant will save you more money than they cost you.
1: I absolutely agree. Yeah. yeah.
0: Good. Okay. Well, hopefully that helps you out. I, I don't give short answers to anything anymore. That's the one thing I found the longer I do this. I, I give very nuanced answers because I want to make sure that everybody who's listening, you know, everyone from the new guy to the one who's been around a while, I want to kind of try to hit the the, the full scope of the spectrum. So you asked some very simple, great questions and I gave some very long, complex answers, but hopefully it helped you guys and it helped the listeners today as well. Uh, anything else on your mind? Cloudy, did he leave anything out of the story or anything? Why don't you tell us a little bit about your family? I would just give us a little background on you guys. I'd love to get to know you just a little bit more than listeners too. Maybe about me, your kids, Uh, anything, you know, just like tell us, you mentioned the kids, but tell us about them.
2: I have a, a daughter. She's 13 years old. She's Brazilian from my previous marriage. He has four kids like that, are not really kids, yeah, <laughs> some yeah. are adults, yeah. And three of them are in college. No, one is graduated, two,
0: two are in college, college and, and one high
2: finishing school. high school.
0: Gotcha. A couple of them are getting interested in maybe doing the Amazon thing, too, huh? Yes,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: They well, they
1: they have seen uh, what we're doing, and it's like, oh man, I want to try this, yes. Uh, so, so they're they're a little interested, so uh, I actually send them to uh. You know, listen to the podcast and that type of thing so yeah. uh, we'll, we'll see
2: let's
1: <laughs> see <laughs> well we'd
0: love to see you guys in july july 6th through 8th of the proven conference bring some of your kids the ones that are interested in the business they would absolutely love yes. it
2: yes. <laughs> and uh
0: it's just it's a great it's a great family friendly environment a lot of families come and bring their teens or older adult kids and they're kind of doing the business together it's very common actually in a community to see that sort of thing happening. And, and that's what I'm doing. Like right now, our, my warehouse is about four miles or so from here. We've got any given day, my mom, my aunt, and two, if not three of my kids are there working. And they're all there way more than I am. I'm here doing this kind of thing and, and you know running the business and the, the education side. But yeah, there it's it's a family business. So <clears throat> the challenge is around holidays is we don't want to spend the whole time talking E-commerce and Amazon, because over half <laughs> the people in the room are on the team, right? So we got to go like, okay, we're not allowed to talk business here. Okay, we're talking family stuff and fun stuff today. No business, right? <laughs> so it becomes a challenge. But uh yeah, I love doing the business with family, and I think it's a brilliant way to set it up. So maybe get them integrated into your business somehow before they launch on their own, and let's get them out there finding profitable products, selling through you guys's account maybe. But yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, looking forward to. Let's just plan on you guys coming in July, man. We're going to make it happen. We'll figure it out. Get you guys there. Looking forward to meeting you face to face.
2: We're have the dates in our calendar. We're
0: not going to schedule anything on these dates. That's great. I love to hear that. Yeah. And uh, after we end the recording here, I'll let you guys know where to look. And you guys can go check it. It's a beautiful hotel. We got such a great deal. I'm so proud of the deal that we landed this year for our attendees. But uh, all right. So I, I think we'll wrap it up there then. Cloudy, Cloud G, sorry, Cloudy and Justin, right? Yeah. yeah, great to meet you guys today. Good hanging out with you today. And I think I'll address the uh, listeners here for just a moment before we wrap this one up and just thank them for hanging out with us today. If you're new to this podcast, you should know that we've got hundreds of episodes where we've interviewed students at all different success levels. Those who are just kind of starting out, maybe catching some momentum like our guests today, Justin and Cloudy, or those who have built six-figure-a-month businesses or more. Check out some of the past episodes. Go to silentgym.com, click on the podcast link. They're all listed there. If you're watching on YouTube, you should know many of our episodes don't make it to YouTube. They're just audio only. So that's the only way you can hear all the great episodes is on our silentgym.com website. If you're ready to get started, Proven Amazon Course is where you should start. Of course, we have got our free Facebook group as well. 72,000 members there. Jump in. It's completely free, supported by a team of 100 moderators and administrators that can answer your questions and all the great students in our community who are doing this business. All those links are at silentgym.com. Hey, leave us a review, five stars, thumbs up, all that. We certainly appreciate you spreading the word and sharing. We have a $0 marketing budget for this show. So you sharing the word about this show is the only way word spreads. Thank you if you're doing that for us. But on behalf of my great guests today, again, you guys did a great job. Thank you, Justin Cloud. You such a great time meeting you guys.
1: Thank you for
0: having Thank us. you. And the whole team that helps put this together we will do another great episode for you very soon. Until then, God bless. Stay in the fight. Hey, thanks for hanging out today. Before I let you go, one short reminder. We are so grateful to our new sponsor to this program, Board. If you haven't checked them out yet, get over to silentgym.com numbers. This is the software that tells you if you're profitable or not. It helps you track all of your expenses, your KPIs, sales, refunds, advertising costs, all of it. Profit, loss. This is tremendous software that fills a gap in the marketplace. Many successful sellers in our community are using this tool to help them know which of their products are profitable and which ones aren't. You'll love Sellerboard for just $15 a month starting. You can really dial in and know how your business is doing. SilentJim.com slash numbers. Talk to you next time.
2: Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.